All right. All oh, the dogs gotta act up. So yeah, this is a uh, a fun, loving, happy weekend. Um, it's halfway over. Uh, I just finished up watching uh, Donald Trump's big rally. Um, and, uh, you know, he moved it back one day uh, because he didn't want to inter interfere with the Juneteenth uh, pseudo-holiday, sort of holiday. I don't know how you would say that, but... Um, I'll get more into Juneteenth later. Last night was an eventful night out driving with uh, Uber. My my last couple people I picked up, the one lady was like, I could tell she was really inebriated. And that's what Uber's there for, I mean, among other things. But they were all like cool and stuff. But I had to keep stopping so this one girl could stick her head out the door and throw up in the street and, uh, it was funny they were nice people um, just kind of rolling along here I didn't get anything accomplished today which was good um, it wasn't peaceful but wasn't too bad of a day I kind of finished up a letter I've been working on uh, to some family members to set just, I don't know, just family business. You know, um, I just, I don't know, it's crazy stuff, so. But the Trump rally was good. I mean, it was well attended. I don't know how many people this arena he was at holds. I was, uh, it's been reported everywhere that they, that the Trump campaign had received uh, a million ticket requests. And I think it was a 20 or 30,000 seat basketball arena he was at. And it was at about, I mean, the stands were full. Oh, no, pardon me. The stands weren't full. There was like one section way up at the top of the arena that wasn't completely filled. And, of course, you know, when I looked through my MSN news feed, I got an itchy eye and I got cold towel around my neck so I was having a little anxiety attack um but I the first picture up on my MSN news feed was of like a lone Trump supporter uh you know holding a sign and you can see all these empty seats around him the arena had to be like 90% full maybe I mean, 80% would be like the the least. But the thing was, uh, they were screening people for COVID uh, outside the arena as they or as they came in, I guess. Uh, and uh, also, Antifa troublemakers. There are 
several pictures, several scans from helicopters and I guess maybe people with drones scanning the people standing outside the arena. And you can see like tens of thousands of Trump supporters in the streets of uh, Tulsa. And therefore, you look at these people and their Antifa antagonist, I've seen video of it, being held back by uh, the National Guard. Now, this is the president we're talking about. So, obviously, they're, you know, National Guard and Secret Service and everyone, it, they're not going to let, you know, these little rugrats uh, cause a disturbance in his rally. Uh, I think at one point, I don't know at one point, um, someone took ill in the front row. They probably had special seating for, you know, the, the elderly. And uh, an older person must have fainted. And, uh, you know, Trump stepped away from the mic and, you know, said, you know, look concerned and, you know, waited until doctors were able to take care of her and get her back up. And, uh, you know, he stopped everything while she was being tended to. Um, I mean, it was typical Trump rally making fun of Joe Biden. I just, I didn't realize it. But, yeah, Joe Biden has not done a live public appearance in, like, 90 days. So, where's Joe Biden been? Uh, he had the, the thing on the morning show with, uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. But, anyways, you know, he had the, you know, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black comment. And uh, he had some other comments. So, his staff has probably pulled him back. Uh, you know, his Twitter is not run by him. He does not do the tweets. Uh, they're, you know, well written, well thought out. And I'm, you know, I paid, I had to pay for my YouTube subscription again. At first I was like just kind of dealing with the ads. But there's this Joe Biden ad that keeps coming on. And it's him saying... You know, jo join up, sign on with me today. And he's stammering. It's a pre-recorded and edited ad. And they couldn't edit out his, all of his stammers and stumbling over words and, you know, slow talking. And then there was the... I'd been hearing in the news about Trump running down a ramp uh, after the uh, commencement speech at... Uh, West Point, and he saluted <coughs> all 600 soldiers, two by two, so he did about 300 salutes, he kept saying 600, but if he did them in twos, then that would be 300, but anyway, uh, so... When he was drinking his glass of water, he didn't want to spill it on his silk tie. And so he was holding the bottom of the glass, I guess. And the media play, he said when he talked to Melania, 
that you know he was trending number one worldwide and so the uh so Melania told him yeah they they said you have another disease because you're uh the way you're holding the glass of water and he's like you know I was out there a long time with the sun beating down uh, you know he kept repeating that so the reason he's holding his water a certain way is to keep from keep it from spilling on his tie, and secondly, um, it was he was just wetting his lips. He wasn't really drinking. So they had him a glass of water under the podium to sip on while he was giving this speech, and he <laughs> took a big gulp, gulp, gulp. The, glass of water down to prove to everyone on camera I'm sure the media won't cover it but uh, he wanted to show everyone he can drink a glass of water and then he throws the glass off on the side of the stage I'm just like how gangster is this guy you know this is like something I would do if I were president uh, you know just toss the glass aside when you're done drinking and it was a glass glass it wasn't like a plastic cup. That was the darndest thing. So, I'm sure the media will pounce on that, you know. Trump throws glass at audience, nearly kills someone. You know, that, that'll be the next headline from the rally. But uh, I guess Melania also told him that all of the news media was saying that uh, when he walked down the ramp, he was shuffling his feet and he was bent over. And uh, I guess the thing was, you know, with this ramp that they had on the graduation stage, uh, it was a metal ramp with no hand, hand yeah, no handlebar, no banister. And he was walking really slow because he had leather-soled shoes, leather-soled shoes. The soles of his shoes were made of leather. They're slippery. Uh, and so that's the reason why he walked down so slow. And then when he got to like the last 10 feet, uh, he straightened up and ran the rest of the way down the ramp. Well, all the media reports show him bent over, watching his steps carefully, and taking tiny little steps. And he like reenacts the whole thing of where how he was bent over and you know shuffling his feet. But I guess the media had been accusing him of having Parkinson's. And that's kind of cruel to people that do have Parkinson's that the media, you know, lies. They knew they were lying to try and make Trump look bad. Uh, uh, they, it's obvious he does not have Parkinson's. He's like the most active person in the world. I mean, he, he must sleep like five minutes a day because he's constantly on Twitter. He's constantly up doing something, you know? So, uh, it was, you know, just a good little rally, you know? Um, <clears throat> I wanted to see more. And there was like um, spotty coverage, like uh, they had like a pre-game show, like you know how the NFL, they have the pre-game. 
And they had like Kimberly Guilfoyle, Laura Trump, and somebody else that another female that's no relation to the Trump family. <coughs> Pardon me, my sinuses are draining. And so, but they're all heads of different aspects of the campaign. And frankly, Kimberly Guilfoyle is like turned into like one of the most annoying people I know. Um, and I'm a lot disappointed in Don Jr. His his wife that he left for Kimberly Guilfoyle was like way hotter than Kimberly Guilfoyle. Um, but you know. I don't know. I think Kimberly Guilfoyle just thinks she's big now because she's <coughs> related to the president or nearly related to the president. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. When she first appeared on Fox News, I thought she was gorgeous, but she has like a Steven Tyler mouth. Like it's disproportionate to her, the rest of her face. And, uh, I have a wet towel around my neck because I was, like I said, I was having anxiety a minute ago. It's just so much upheaval in the country right now and, you know, stuff that's going on in my personal life that's like, man, really felt burdened today and I probably should have went out and uh, done more work and stuff, but um, tried to get something personal done and I went to Wendy's today, and I went to the Wendy's drive-thru, and they just switched from, I, I think, they just switched from breakfast to lunch. That has nothing to do with what happened. But I ordered a hamburger with no cheese, because like when you order, a, it's called a Dave's Single, they, they can't just call it a hamburger or a cheeseburger. Anyways, I, I said, you know, give me a Dave's single, no cheese, because I don't, something about their cheese I don't like. Maybe it's real cheese I'm not used to it, I don't know. <coughs> so, and I ordered a, a baked, baked potato, because I didn't feel like fries, and so... My order came to like 11 bucks. It, it literally was a hamburger, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. A baked potato, a large Coke, which comes with the meal. It was a combo meal, supposedly. And then I got a medium frosty, which they've really downsized their medium frosties. And it came to like over $11. Um, I remember when you could eat at Wendy's or McDonald's for less than five bucks and get the same damn meal. And so, anyways, I get home, and I really like tomatoes and onions, okay? <coughs> there are times when uh, there's a group of us that gets together and has lunch, and... When we don't have our uh, 
Scaff. Which we, that's what we call her. When we don't have the best cook in the county cooking a slunch, we have to order sandwiches. And they always come on, you know, the, the meats on meat and cheese are on one tray. We have to go out and buy buns separately. And then, we, you know, uh, lettuce, tomatoes, and onions. Sometimes I'll, people look at me like I'm weird, but I'll grab, like, you know, a couple <clears throat> slices of onion and, like, five or six slices of tomato and just salt my tomatoes and eat them separately with a knife and fork. That's how much I like tomatoes. So I got my Wendy's hamburger sandwich today. <clears throat> I go to <clears throat> I go to eat my lettuce and or my uh, tomato and onions separately. So I like to eat them first. Like I said, I really like tomatoes and onions. Um, and I realize and I look I look and I I like oh something's missing. There's no meat on the bun. I'm like, where's the beef? They forgot to put the freaking hamburger on the hamburger. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? So I took a picture of it and posted it on my Instagram and Facebook and tagged Wendy's in it. You little rugrat dog, lay down. You've been behaving all night till I got on camera. Now settle down. So, um, that was my eventful. Remember when we went to Wendy's and they messed up my order? Yeah, I know. And so, uh, that was like my eventful thing. Um, Juneteenth is, was yesterday. And, um, I noticed it was celebrated a lot more. I hadn't even... really heard of it like I hadn't heard much of it called Juneteenth uh, I, it's been around for a while it's a combination obviously of June and 19 June 19th Juneteenth uh, <clears throat> and it's the celebration of the end of slavery in Texas now I had heard like on hip-hop radio stations you know we're having our you know celebration this weekend of the end of slavery in Texas uh, you know growing up and you know listening to hip-hop uh, but I didn't understand the well I mean obviously I understand the historic significance of uh, the end of slavery period and then Texas was the last state uh, <clears throat> to uh, officially uh, set the slaves free. So, uh, just for historical references, this is from Vox.com. Typically, Juneteenth, a port portmate of June and 19th that marks the day when enslaved people in Texas finally learned they were free from slavery it is traditionally celebrated with cookouts parades church gatherings and spirituals in the black community that, that's really cool um what um 
when I was out driving last night with Uber, I noticed a lot more, a lot of fireworks going off. And it was all in the uh, black neighborhoods uh, of the city I was driving in. Well, I'll just say in Youngstown. It was pretty cool. You know, I, I'm all for the celebration of the end of slavery. I mean, it was a horrible thing, and I, I hate it. I hate racism. Um, you can't hear me, by the way. That's me petting my dog's butt. If <laughs> that sound you hear. Uh, I just realized <laughs> that I was making a... Yes, you little shit, you're screwing up my vlog video here. But, uh, yeah, this year, Juneteenth... Uh, was celebrated, I guess, more than in the past, according to Vox. And um, I, I, mean, I don't know what I was doing last June nineteenth. Who knows? Um, but I did see a lot of fireworks and stuff going off, uh, which reminds me, um, this has not been a good weekend for me in fast food. Or like, I went to Sheets last night at the end of work. Uh, and I was pretty happy because my last ride, aside from the, the puker girl, she was pretty cute too. So was her friend. Um, her friend is like, I know you. And I'm like, oh man, I wish your husband was not here. Um, nothing would have happened. We probably would have just talked. But uh, anyway, actually I did talk to her quite a bit in front of my husband. I don't care. Um, she was pretty cool. And so anyway, back to the story. So last night I went to Sheets and I ordered my food on their app. And I ordered, you know, like uh, a nice healthy premium turkey sandwich. Okay, it's, I guess it's a higher quality of turkey or something. I don't know. Uh, so I get my turkey sub with Swiss cheese. I like, I like turkey and Swiss, the way they taste together. Got lettuce on it. I didn't want a lot of stuff on it because um, I was driving like 45 minutes from work to home. And so I didn't want the bun getting soggy on the way home. But I'm standing there waiting in line and I start realizing like I, I was five miles away when I ordered my food. It probably took me five to ten minutes to get there. You know, I used the restroom. I got a pop. I got you know, a bag of chips or something to go with my sandwich. And I'm standing there, and people that ordered their food after I had paid started getting, like, their orders. And I'm like, man, I'm tired. I still have to drive home. So after a couple people who clearly ordered after me uh, got their food. I'm like, I went up to the cashier. And I was like, dude, I ordered my food on the app on my way over here. And there's people that ordered after me getting their stuff. Can you check and see where my sandwich is here? You know, they left it sitting on the counter, you know, and I know like normally when I go to sheets, the cashier will yell, Hey, so-and-so paid for the sheets nearest me. Uh, where I, you know, get my little midnight snacks. Um, <clears throat> the cashier will yell back and, you know, online order for John is here, paid for, whatever. 
and they'll have it sitting there ready for me by the time I get to the store. Sometimes I have to wait if it's really busy, but I'm like, you know, these people like did not give two shits. This girl that was making the food at Sheets, I'm all the way home, I'm like fearing, what am I gonna find in my sandwich? Like she just didn't give a crap about all these people that were starting to build up in line to get their food. Uh, it's like, geez, Liz, have a little respect. So, I mean, the sheets in, this was in Canfield, Ohio. And then there's one in uh, what's called North Lima. The two worst service service sheets I've seen uh, anywhere, uh, you know. And I, I do a lot of driving and I stop at sheets frequently. But the one that's nearest me in East Liverpool is like by far the best when it comes to customer service, getting your food out as fast as possible. Um, you know, on Friday, Saturday nights, you know, after 10 or 11 o'clock, the drunks start piling in and, you know, things get kind of backed up. But, you know, once they get their, get it rolling, they start banging those orders out quick. And uh, like this sheets, it wasn't even very busy. And the same thing when I went to Wendy's today. I like, I was the only car in the at the drive up. It wasn't like they were busy, and you know made a mistake because they were busy. They just, I don't know, sloppy work. I don't know what it was. Maybe they thought when I said no cheese, I said no no meat. I don't know. But I sure as hell got charged for it. Eleven bucks for nothing. One for nothing. Somebody put on my Facebook, maybe they thought you were a vegan today. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I wanted to do something talking about Trump and this handicapped reporter he supposedly made fun of. And, um, it, it, there's kind of a debate whether he was making fun of the handicapped guy or whether he was just doing his normal hand flailing around thing. Well, I couldn't find enough to back up what I was saying. And of course, in the liberal media, you're not going to. You're only going to hear one side of the story. And, you know, even the stories that uh, they had where Trump, you know, recanted but didn't apologize and where Trump was trying to talk his way out of uh, trouble were still, you know, slamming Trump. Um... So, I mean, it's a lost cause with the media. The media's been dead for years. I mean, unless I'm trying to research something like that, I don't even pay them any attention. Um, you know, I'll find things on uh, YouTube or I'll see breaking news somewhere, and then I'll start, you know, doing my own research and stuff. 
but there are YouTube content creators that are more uh, newsworthy and noteworthy than the mainstream supposed media anymore. Um, that's pretty sad. You know, you can't pick up a newspaper and read, you know, what's going on. You can't uh, turn on the nightly news and find out the truth. Um, and it's not lies. It's just, it's their opinion of the truth. You know, they keep calling these riots peaceful protests. Well, if you're burning a building, that is not a peaceful protest. If you're beating people up, because they disagree with you, that's not a peaceful protest. And, uh, you know, bless his heart, in this Chaz, the it, the, United, the People's Republic of Chaz, or Ch Chop, or Chope, Chap, I don't know, whatever they're calling that monstrosity in Seattle, uh, there was like a, a sidewalk preacher going through the crowd and they started like sexually assaulting him, hitting him. They had him on the ground at one point choking him and he's going, I'm choking, I'm choking. And you know, one gay guy is like running up on him, kissing him forcibly. And you know, he's still preaching the word, but you know, this is not peaceful. And the, the media is just playing this, you know, Trump is sent, threatening to send the military after peaceful protesters. Uh, do you think we're blind? Who out there is so blind that they don't see? I mean, uh, okay, like only 2% of the nation is on Twitter. Uh, but then again, that'll probably be like the 2% that goes out and votes because we ha always have low voter turnout. Um, but like, what? what is... You know, the CNN is reporting peaceful protest, peaceful protest, while there are people throwing bombs into their headquarters. You know, they built a, they've been against the Trump wall, the racist Trump wall, right? They've been against it this whole time. They built a wall around their headquarters to keep the protesters back. So, I mean, are they racist now? CNN racist now? Uh, but it's just calamity at its finest. And I think what we're seeing is a very small but vocal group. I think the silent majority, and the silent majority includes a lot of races, a lot of people. Uh, you know, they're the ones that are going to come out and vote. Uh, and I think they're going to vote for Trump in mass. Um, you know, I, I just can't see it any other way. You know, Biden is doing nothing. Uh, you know, of course, I mean, he could hold a campaign rally in a telephone booth if telephone booths, 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 telephone booths still existed. I mean, and he, he wouldn't even fill a telephone booth. I mean, you know, it's just insane. And so the media is playing on this lie that the Trump rally was not a complete sellout. Well, you add the ten or 20,000 people that I saw 
standing outside the arena uh, in the streets lined up with Trump banners that couldn't get in because of Antifa and other radical anarchists and that arena would have been filled. So it was an overflow capacity just like all of Trump's rallies uh, in 2016. So, um, but anyways, that's it. Just wanted to get the, a little podcast and video in today. Uh, well, probably my second one of the day. So, with that, it was a good speech by Trump tonight. Crowd popped quite a bit. Um, you know, he hit all his talking points. And, you know, it was entertaining, very entertaining. I think that's the difference in Donald Trump's rallies and uh, <clears throat> normal <clears throat> political rallies. I've been to so many, and nobody goes out of their way to, you know, really entertain and, you know, make the crowd laugh. And then get he gets serious, and then he gets funny, then he gets serious again. Uh, so, you know, it's, he's really good at that. You know, he had a couple f- slip-ups, uh, verbally, but <clears throat> I think he was going off the cuff more than off the teleprompter. Um, you know, there were teleprompter screens there, and there were times when he was probably using them to hit the talking points, but, uh, there must be some way where somebody controls that, where... When he goes off script, you know, they pause and then he jumps back on to script and they start rolling the teleprompter again. That would be kind of interesting to find out how that works. Um, so hopefully this year I get to go to a Trump rally. I didn't get to go to any in 2016 on my little. Nobody told me. Nobody invited me. No, I mean, I'm not going to go in with like be a douche for a minute. I'm not going to go and just like get a ticket and go on my own when I know people that are getting front up front seats that are less that are like the same same as me and they're getting to go and meet the guy you know they ought to be inviting me I'm their little buddy big buddy actually uh but yeah so I used to get like up front row seats to George Bush rallies and stuff so I'm waiting for somebody to get me a backstage pass and a front row seat to a Trump rally. So, uh, anyhow, that's that. Hope you guys enjoyed my sermon speech for the day. God bless you all. Um, if you're on, if you want to find me on Facebook, it's uh, John Morrow, a conservative op-ed page. On Twitter, it's at the real underscore Big John. And on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor Podcasts, it's Panic Attack with Big John. So, good night. Pray for each other. God bless y'all.